0: Welcome. You are listening to a rolemaster classic actual play set in Terry Kayanthra's excellent Shadow World using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items, and characters on Obsidian Portal, where our campaign is called The Praise of Old Men. This episode is cross-referenced as Chapter Four: Demons of the Burning Night, Parts Four and Five. We're also on YouTube, Podbean, and Twitch, where you can find the various links as well as an index of some of the main points of each episode in the description. Yarn, Nimel’s player, and Magic Silk's player are missing this session. I'm also going to trim these a bit more, so expect jump cuts and me butting in with a bit of narration to advance things along. Previously on. Defeating the demon and the two creatures that have been attracted to the fight by the power of Shieldbreaker, the companions head deeper into the darkness, hoping to navigate their way to the large construction they can remember from their brief high pass over the city in their airship. Ugna needs time to recover from the injuries he removes from Victor, but, white-faced as he is, the partly relentlessly head deeper into the wasted heart of Terek Nev
1: so um cran leaving leading his merry band or less than merry band i put you by those front doors of that that hallway there john uh sorry cran if you wanted to go through and try and squeeze through some of those windows that you can see you're more than welcome to uh, you can all give me i suppose we can start if you could all give me perception rolls please just straight perception rolls though your visibility is reduced and the Structure, whatever it is, looks obviously forbidding, dark, and quiet. None of you can see anything moving around inside, but there's a, saint, there's a faint sense that something inside is waiting for you. Um, the doors are open, nothing is moving near the windows, but it is clearly going to be quite easy to enter. The choice, of course, is exactly where to enter, and you suspect there's going to be a good, safe place to enter and possibly a place that will immediately land you up to your necks. Where do you want to enter? I think we might need somebody
0: sneaky light to have a little look, rather than us just barging in.
2: Yeah, Crown will go up to that corner and just kind of peer around. He's got his sword out still. but That's the okay. sword. I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of getting attuned to it, but in the times that its heartbeat has sped up, has that anticipated us? attacking something i it's in advance of us seeing it or yes it about the same time
1: yeah if give like... me a reasoning role cran um give me an uh, give me a an easy reasoning role you're an experienced fighter you've handled a variety of magic items before yes town saver sorry it's shield breaker you've got shield shield breaker is able to not sense but when you're in danger when combat is near shield breaker uh, thumps with a slightly higher urgency as you approach there and stand the frequency with which it's thumping hasn't changed but it is still definitely thumping away clearly yeah sorry carry on
2: no yeah i'm gonna basically try and attune to any sense that it's speeding up or getting louder um and use that as an early warning potentially
1: okay John, uh, sorry, Cran, as you close up, um, you can see that inside the door, or just inside the door, you can see a number of stone benches um, that line the walls. This is obviously some sort of entrance way. Obviously, this is perhaps some sort of uh, waiting room, an entrance parlor. Whether it was for Vrama's, uh temple or a palace, you're not sure, but you suspect. This is probably a temple, uh, sorry, a palace of some sort. Okay. There are no obvious religious statues anywhere.
2: So what I'm going to do is sheath a shield breaker for the time being and grab my, yeah, bow and just knock an arrow and then sort of gesture, cherry and sort of whisper, good luck, I've, I've got your back. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, so I'm going to be all cheaty and uh, use my flying powers to float off the floor so I don't
1: trigger anything. I'm not okay. going to go up high. I don't want to give my, give everything away sort of thing. Okay, Cherry, time. as you yeah. take to the air and fly inside, can you give me a perception roll first just as you just scan the surroundings? Sure thing. Ceiling is quite high up. It looks undamaged. Uh, heavy dark wood beams have sagged slightly, but nothing seems to have been touched by the ravages of time or battle. Right. What are you checking? What, which parts of this chamber are you looking for traps? There are no obvious magical wards, but it's quite dark in here. Um,
3: okay. So I'm... I suppose oh, I'm looking for more like floor plate, floor plate triggers, uh, or anything that uh, just looks a little bit unstable as,
1: for my fellow compatriots. Okay, we'll be wondering. Can you give me an extremely hard perception roll? The reason I say extremely hard is there's not too much light in here. And also, you're still concentrating on on flying above the floor, which is just a little bit distracting. Not a problem. Okay, thank you. No, the floor seems intact. It's clearly been scuffed and damaged. But actually, the tiling, whatever the tiling is, was robust enough to have taken the damages of both whatever attacked this city um, and also the effect of time and erosion. Everything seems intact and solid. Okay, so I'm going
3: to actually land on the floor underneath me and signal okay. the guys to come
1: in. I say, just be careful. Of the... Okay, so Cherry lands just by the door. Numa will step just slightly to the side, but he knows that he's not the sort of person to lead the way, and he obviously looks towards Victor and Cran.
3: Yeah, sure, I'll lead the way. I'll step aside. And let them. Take...
2: Okay. okay. So Cran, Cran just you just see him, he just shakes his head a bit with a wry smile as he watches Cherry, a girly saw growing up on the streets of Selkai, flying into a room and flying back out again. <laughs> and yes. land gracefully in the entrance and they just go, fuck fucking hell, Cherry, you've come long way. And then uh he'll kind of put the bow away, draw the sword and just step around the corner again.
1: Okay. Uh right, I'm gonna need a lantern, please, or a light source from one of you and a declaration that you're carrying the lantern, please. Yeah, Osman doesn't mind doing that. Okay, you can basically see to about there. Nothing seems to be moving. So as Cran edges his way in, I'll assume sort of Victor follows. Okay. Can Cran, Ugnan, and Victor give me perception rolls, please, as you listen carefully? That's perfect.
2: Is the sword doing it?
1: Anything- That's about it. The sword is... Thumping, but its insistence has not changed. However, um, both Victor and Cran, you can hear what sounds like trickling water ahead of you. Oh, you
0: need to oh, pee.
1: <laughs> I knew I should have gone while we waited by the wall.
2: <laughs> Fucking prostate gang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if Brother.
1: that's a dig at an aging GM, you are. <laughs> <no> <laughs> <point>. You're dead. <laughs> There's no need wrong to, with to break it. We can
2: have
1: a break if you want. We've been playing for an hour. Honestly. Oh, I'm so cross. I'm just stepping away from Cran. Okay. (laughs) See, I've got Uh... to that age now. I go out with the rugby player and I have two pints, and I just suddenly stand up saying, That's it. I'm going home. (laughs) And why are you drunk? No, I have to go to the toilet. (laughs) Okay. Uh... Your listeners, what are they listening to? So you can hear the sound of <laughs> running water. You can't see anything moving around in the darkness just beyond Ugnan's light. Um, your sword hasn't changed its pitch at all, John. But clearly there is the, the ceilings themselves are, are just an unusual height, shall we say. They're not particularly low. They're not particularly high. But they're a height that isn't quite comfortable. Um, there's a lot of shadows up there yeah yeah there are but it's also the fact that I don't know if you've ever been into uh, a building and you've looked up and you thought oh that ceiling's a bit low why is it low and and you can't then help as you move around or work in the building not keep looking up going do you know if I built this I'd have had a higher ceiling or Hmm. why is that ceiling though there must be something in the roof void and it's not just the ceiling the walls are just not quite a comfortable distance apart the windows if you noticed on the outside were not really wide enough to allow people through comfortably nor narrow enough to stop people coming through at all the whole geometry about the building is just a little bit off and that's just beginning to play on your nerves a little bit, probably more frustrating and, and odd. And every time you look in a corner, you can't help thinking, well, that's a bit unusual. And, well, what well, that's odd. And well, it's everything's
2: just... odd to Crane. He only started using a toilet about a
1: year ago. So... <laughs> OK, yeah, fair enough. So Crane is completely oblivious to this strange geography. The rest of you, it's perhaps just throwing you a little bit. Nothing to worry about dice rolls or anything at the moment. So what do you want to do? Looks like you've got a, a dead end to your right, sort of a dead ending passageway. But down towards the left, mm, shadows go off into the darkness beyond the light.
2: Um, so Cranos crano step in. It looks like there's a wall or something there. Assuming it's safe, immediately as he gets in, just look. Kind of that way and that way just to
1: make sure there's nothing north and south lurking. Have you got a source of light, Cran? I do not. Right. So I'm pretty much at the limit. You're at the limit of darkness. So can you give me a very hard perception on as you peer around? The noise of the water gets louder and you can feel a stone, low stone wall ahead of you. Well, that's either really good or really bad. (laughs) It was really good. (laughs) Kneeling down. You stare off into the blackness. You think, just sniffing the air, you can't smell anything moving either, which is probably, and you'll recall, hunting as a child back on the steps when you were growing up. Your sense of smell, which was probably your most potent sense when you were growing up as a lad in the steps, hasn't been used much since you've come to the cities for obvious reasons. Now you're back in... Well, wilder climbs, your sense of smell is beginning to return, Cran. You can't smell anything away to your south or to the north. You can almost smell the water that you can hear right in front of you. And reaching out, you can feel a low stone wall. This could be a fountain with water in it that is still running, but you're not quite convinced.
2: Oh yeah, I can uh, whisper over my shoulder, just realise I'm fucking lit up here like, Selkai on feast night. Uh, can, can Bring that bring that light in. I can't see what the fuck's going on here.
1: Okay, thank All right, you, lad. Ugnan. Right, Ugnan, you uh, sneak a little bit closer and you can see a large fountain. As you shine the light, there's kind of a, almost a shimmering and suddenly the fountain is quiet and dry. And in the bottom of the uh, fountain, you can see what look like 20 old copper-coloured coins. They're quite large they're quite they're they're noticeably square not round and they've got a large hole punched through the center these are uh, coins of a sort that you've not encountered before just in front of the or sorry to the the rear of where you stand the fountain uh, is set sort of half on this quite plain flagstone but you can also see an intricately detailed red mosaic floor as you look more closely the red mosaic floor catches the light and almost throws it back at you. They look as if there are either thousands and thousands of fragments of glass or perhaps even shards of gemstones embedded in the floor in the form of a mosaic.
0: How far are the coins down the um
1: the fountain? You can reach down quite comfortably and pick some out if you wish. Take all of them if I can. <laughs> These might be worth okay. something. We'll
0: take it back to Selkai. Coins from. Oh, do we, want, fame, do we really
2: want really to take, take stuff out of this fucking shit hole. Come on. Now some might have collectors.
0: Have some weirdos collect coins.
2: Well, I know, but it could be all sorts of curses on this crap in here.
0: Yeah, Uglyn's like oh. the sound of that as a sudden he just drops them. What what, you want? Curses? Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, Uglyn, you drop the coins. Um, give me a perception roll as you look at your hand. Just to they see roll across the, the floor, up your trouser leg and into your purse. <laughs> your hand seems fine if these were cursed and you pause for a minute and just wait for something to happen nothing seems to happen you seem to have avoided the curse if they were um victor you move slightly away to the south can you give me a very hard perception roll sure thank you for just a fraction of a second you thought you saw something just move very very quietly that way You thought you saw, and you're not convinced, but you thought you honestly, genuinely saw something that looked like a small, blue, three-foot, two-and-a-half-foot-tall imp, for want of a better word. Female, maybe some sort of miniature nymph, just softly run across the floor from right to left as you look at it. Didn't glance at your direction, but it just ran out of sight. Yeah. Smurfs, to arms! Oh, oh, oh. Smurfs. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, and then I thought, no. Mood kill.
0: Sorry,
3: sir. Watch
1: out for Gargamel. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. you thought you saw this small blue creature. Do you want to tell the others? Yeah, of course. Right, can you give me memory rolls, please? All of you. Not Victor.
2: Okay. Ah, the damn thing in Selkai. Yeah, the shivers. Yeah. Unlikely for Cran, but I'll give it my best shot.
1: Okay, so Cherry, you can certainly remember, and so can Ugnan, you'll remember that back in the old asylum and periodically from time to time, you caught sight of this small sort of shadowy miniature creature, nymph almost, that followed you and appeared from time to time. You came to the conclusion that it was wrapped up in Queen Mab's court. An emissary. Say, is this our liaison? You couldn't remember. You haven't seen it for quite some time. And from what Victor said, the creature seems to be back. It's never threatened you in any way. It's just followed you. Exactly what its presence here portends, you've no idea. If Victor is right in in, in what he saw.
3: If I remember correctly, Queen Mab sort of has a little bit of a
1: vested interest in our success. A considerable interest. Yes, she does.
0: She was the heart of a gosh- mm. goth.
1: That's right. The heart of a goth is what she seeks. What well, exactly what that is, you don't know. Okay, where next, folks? Do you want to head towards where this blue thing was? Remember in the past, when you've gone after it, you've never found it. It's never led you anywhere useful either.
0: I don't mind. How about this room straight ahead? Might as well get this one, see the doors, or whatever. What do you reckon, Agnan? Well, <laughs> you think how it looked from outside. It was a big, long area, um, which I think this is the long hall, maybe. And then it went into the, the, the structure, which had three floors. I think that might be right down the other end where we're going.
2: Do we want to just blast straight down the middle or, uh, or go up to uh, the north area? I mean, we could just check out
0: where the thing went. Well, I suppose... It should be a dead end. Yeah, otherwise. If, we, if we think north and south, I suppose we don't want to leave anything behind us.
2: Yeah, let's head north and then Definitely. go west at the top. You lead, I'll follow. Crown will head up towards the edge of the light, peering out. Okay. Crown's deliberately trying to stay in front of Agnan in case things whistle out of the darkness at us. Yeah. Uh,
1: so... You can see what looks like an archway or a door ahead of you, which opens into some sort of room. Exactly what it is, you can't really tell. There doesn't seem to be any furniture in the room to the north. Can't hear or smell anything either, Cran. Though, Cran, if you can give me, um, yeah, give me a hard perception roll, Ugnan, with your light. You can also give me a hard perception roll. I have a feeling we
3: should uh, do a self-discipline check for Silk to make sure she doesn't jump in the fountain and start collecting all...
1: (laughs) Oh, that's probably actually... Yes, that is probably right. Certainly since one of you mentioned Cursed. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Let me have a look. Uh, Where's her self-discipline role? (laughs) By the way, Victor is going to keep a watch to the south. Okay. i just looking out for that Um thing. Silk smurf. is all right. It's demons that are the thing that she absolutely goes potty over, but she seems okay at the moment. Victor, give me a extremely hard perception roll. As you see, if you can catch another glimpse of this, for want of a better word, smurf, no, you can't see anything. Or a big lad. You haven't got a torch you could
0: throw. Uh, throw a couple. Oh, let me check. Yeah, I could carry a torch.
3: I've got a lantern. I'll light it up,
0: and oh, I'll you hand never... it
3: to... Will I hand it to... Who wants to carry the lantern? Yeah, I can I can carry the lantern. Okay, I'll hand the lantern off to Victor.
1: So that's about, what, another 60 feet, so I can estimate that. So, Victor, you can see a little bit more of the room. You can see another archway as well, sort of ahead of you. Exactly what's on the other side, you don't know. Where do you want to head next, folks?
2: Uh, keep going, West. Oh, Victor, you, get, you know Silt so well... Either that or you like the look of her ass from behind. I don't know which one it is.
1: (laughs) Well, um, uh, 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 (laughs) yeah. Silence speaks volumes, thinks Silk. (laughs) Just pass it with you. Don't worry. So, as you creep along this uh, room, you can see John, sorry, Cran, um, lining this wall, you can see several portrait frames lining the wall of this hallway. All of them contain torn and very, very faded canvases. Um, There are portraits of what look to be humans, perhaps elves. It's difficult to tell hanging from them. None of them are uh, familiar. None of them look particularly imposing or threatening. They're just portraits, all terribly faded with time. You can see more of this uh, rather elegant and highly reflective uh, mosaic across to your south as you move along more of the same. So let me just zoom out a little bit and I'm going to kind of jump ahead. The, as you follow along, what you're seeing kind of stretches and stretches and stretches and stretches. Again, there's this intricate floor to your left, but just at the very corner, you catch sight of a deep black stone. A great obelisk rises from what could be the center of the hallway that you've been marching along relentlessly. I say marching along relentlessly. It's probably taking you no know, more than about three or four minutes of careful plodding, but marching relentless sounds a lot more adventurous.
0: <laughs>
2: it does.
1: So the floor is continuing to reflect back. Uh, Victor, can you give me a perception roll? You've walked uh, close towards this floor and have obviously glanced down at its high re- highly reflective nature, a mixture of glass and perhaps gemstone victor give me a perception roll please just a normal perception roll yeah sure okay you're no expert but it really does look like this floor if you were to get down on your hands and knees you could probably with a little bit of searching prize out if you wanted to a number of intact small gems these would perhaps be worth no more than a few silver pieces But if you were to spend the time, you could probably get a sizable horde of gemstones from this floor. Glancing over your shoulder, there's no indication that this blue thing, (coughs) excuse me, whatever it is, is following you at all. Where it's gone, you don't know. It's certainly not there anymore. So none of us actually stepped on the red mosaic yet. Nope. Do you wish to? Let's keep it that way. Yeah, for now.
0: No one step on the, the red floor yet. I've got a funny feeling about that. Okay. I'll
1: just move Cran up a little bit. You can see this black obelisk across to your left by the light of um, Cran's lantern. There doesn't seem to be any writing at all on this obelisk. It just stands black, huge, heavy, and totally immobile, non-decorative at all. Of course... It does perhaps give a foot to the floor. It's very, very different from the flashing light and the sparkling nature of this reddish floor.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, let's, let's just not look at that. Onwards, gentlemen. Uh, ladies, sorry.
0: Well, I can cast some detection on it if you want me to waste a couple of some of my power. <sighs> yeah, have a, have a crack. All right, so demon stuff is channeling, isn't it? Field. Yes, it is. Okay, so it's a first level spell. I'll cast the tech Channeling. It's one minute level, so it's going to be eight minutes. So I'll just, if it's not, I'll put it on the um, floor obelisk. And if it's time,
1: go back to the, the um, we'll just put it randomly around the place. Okay. Yep, that's okay. So the spell is cast. So the floor itself um, is not giving off any any hint of any magical properties at all. Neither are the hallways um, either. When you then turn your attention to the stone, that great big black um, obelisk that you can see, everything changes. Not only is it giving you the strong sense that it is magical, but you can feel, even from a distance, a great sense of power. It's not giving you off any aura of channeling, however, it's something else. But whatever that stone is, it's very, very powerful. Doesn't respond to your detection spell at all. Doesn't threaten you in any way, but it's very powerful, whatever it is. Do you want to go and touch it and see what happens? <laughs> Are you can pass that on to everybody. Oh self discipline for the chair. to
0: Definitely.
1: Say. So Silk will I think we might have discovered what's kept this place up silk will go and have a look
0: does he really roll one
1: yes is <laughs> <laughs> definitely gonna have a look oh silk god trot- get her silk trots can... over to have a look do you does anybody want to grab her she's intent on just touching the stone and having a look yeah i'm gonna try and go for it if a uh, crowd doesn't get there okay yeah, can he... you give me uh this is probably gonna be just give me a quickness roll Oh, dear. (laughs) 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 Are you serious? Have you seen how quick Silk is? Oh, not bad. Cran. Right, Cran, you're able to block Silk off and suggest that she very strongly does not touch the stone. Silk is insistent that she can sense its power and she'd like to know more about the stone. It's really, really powerful. This could be something that we could use in some way. I but, say, to still, give me a second. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll, I'll ask the, the, the cards if, uh, if touching it is a good idea. So I'll uh,
2: cast. Uh, Friends, niggers in my experience, touching it's always a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um.
3: Okay, so I'm going to cast intuitions three, which would give me a perception of. Uh, three minutes into the future if i if we took the deliberate action of uh touching the stone okay off you go oh. <laughs> i
1: oh. failed Hold <laughs> oh, it. oh that's a fumble isn't it okay so it's a non-attack spell come on table. table that's good let's roll okay so we're going to do a fumble please it's a non-attack Um, that's going to be uh, a high open-ended. And obviously you want to roll nice and low, please. 73, apparently inconvenient distraction causes Caster to cast a useless spell, but not lose the spell points. You're stunned for a round. I just like
3: shrieking pain. as Behind my eyes, I feel this stabbing sensation. and, And just stand there.
1: it. okay and the cards that you were trying to shuffle drop to the ground um and sort of scatter around you but you can pick those up with with no problem um silk looks at you and then says and shrugs and looks at you cran she still wants to investigate the stone but she's not going to force any sort of confrontation over a great big black stone in front of her she'll she'll step back But she's keen that we investigate the stone later, please.
2: All right. Well, let's just see what's in this
0: place first. Maybe we'll come back then. Haven't you got anything arcane so we can detect this kind of stuff?
1: Yes, she can. Okay. So she'll cast a spell. Okay. So she can tell you that the stone that you can see was crafted by powerful sorcerers. And she believes it's a stone that can act as a really powerful PowerPoint multiplier. If you're within close proximity to it and you're attuned to the stone, how exactly you attune to the stone, she doesn't know. And she's not sure if it's a particularly wise thing to do, given what you know about the city. But she also knows that if you stay in close proximity to the stone, your essence power points recharge. Wow. The rate at which that happens, again, she's not sure. But unfortunately for you, that stone looks so big that there's no way you're going to be able to carry it around with you.
0: No, but um, so does she have to tune herself to the stone before she gets the PowerPoint recharge? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um now that she says something, can I just do an obscure lore just in case I've read something
1: about this? Yes, you can. Yeah. You'll know that powerful sorcerers, channelers, and mentalists have tried to imbue huge sort of stone circles with power for generation after generation after generation. Channelers seem to have cracked it perhaps using the channeling skill. It's something that essence users and mentalists have not been able to do. This could be one of the few examples you've found of an essence user being able to empower and charge up, as it were, a great big block of stone. So this would be highly, highly unusual. Hmm. Does Silk
0: look mollified?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, she's keen. She's now wondering probably how you can get it into the boat. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this long, solid sort of stone wall to your right. The intricate marble floor, which didn't react when Cran inadvertently stepped on it, nor Cran did it make any sort of crunching noise. And glancing down, you, Cherry, Silk and probably Victor noticed that actually the floor is flush and smooth. Clearly, the gemstones and glass were put carefully in place and then perhaps sealed with a thin layer of something. Some sort of transparent material.
2: Well, smooth as a virgin's arse? Oh, beg your pardon, so uh... <laughs>
0: <clears throat> That arse is over a thousand years old.
2: What you're saying to you, haven't got a smooth ass anymore?
0: More <laughs> yeah. like mine. Same. <laughs>
2: Still looks nice. <clears throat> That's enough, Victor.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you can continue to edge along and edge along and edge along. So I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit until you get towards, obviously, the end of this intricate marble pathway. And you can see there are a number of doorways ahead of you. You can follow this hallway down to the south. There's a doorway to your right or there's a door ahead of you. Cran, your sword has uh, retained its constant monotonous thump, thump, thump thump like heartbeat in fact it's probably beating just slightly but only just slightly faster than your heart uh cran can you give me a reasoning role please as you continue to get used to this this potent weapon okay shield breaker is probably slightly more sensitive to danger than you are but only slightly more hence its beat matches your heartbeat but it will elevate more quickly than yours if there's danger somewhere around
2: all right so I'll And it my... is
1: slightly more insistent than you. so there is danger but not very very near
2: all right just stay stay alert guys um is it can you do any other, like probing into the distant silk or, or i don't know it's this i the swords picking something
1: up ahead not sure what it is uh let's see what silks got she's got nothing that is going to sort of probe generally about enemies and monsters she'd have to do something more specific and she apologizes uh could i smell anything uh victor you can give me so you haven't got uh cran sort of smell no cran because of his upbringing is uh, is more in tune with the wild and danger and Uh, Basically, he's one step away from being a nostril-flaring, axe-wielding barbarian. (coughs) You're slightly more civilised, so you can give me a very hard perception. In fact, you can all give me very hard perception rolls as you kind of scan, Mm -hmm. given Cran's warning, as you scan the darkness around the comforting light that Ugnan's lantern provides. You can't hear anything above the low thump noise of cran sword, which you can now all hear as you pause and listen carefully. Nothing else seems to be moving and Victor, there's no more hint of this blue creature that you saw. Alright. Where do you want to head? You
0: just keep on the outside of this room see what doors lead off it.
1: You could do. Right, yeah. If I move you sort of up to here-ish. So, to your north uh, Cran, there's clearly some sort of large open room the floor is the same as you've seen before but you can catch if i just move you to the door slightly you can see what look like two large white marble seats and what looks like a huge table with you think is some sort of deeply colored maybe another mosaic picture on the table you can't really tell from this distance exactly what it's a picture of. The room across to your left, um, again, has the same floor, this tiled floor. But the ceiling, you notice, is noticeably higher. North or east? Oh, let's, or west. Let's, sorry.
2: Yeah, so, this looks a bit interesting in here. It's like, a, I don't know, something on the table. It looks like it could be a map or, or something. Bring that light in here and and Crandall just step around the corner
1: and just check kind of both ways. Okay. There's nothing moving in this chamber, but you get a sense that this room is very, very long indeed. You can see what looks like, just to your top left, uh, a copper door, large and closed.
3: You'll never take me, copper. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So a large metallic door, which is closed. And just to your top left, Uh Cran and Ugnan, Can you give me perception rolls, please? Um, it's oh. a map. So the, the image that you saw is actually a map um, of something. And the map itself is obviously a mosaic. So it's a permanent map of somewhere. But it's difficult to tell until you get up and study it closely.
2: Oh yeah, I'm going to still kind of check this out. I'm trying to kind of walk up to the edge of the map.
1: Well, this is clearly some sort of strategic planning area. You can see a detailed map of a city and its environment, exactly where you don't know. Um, clearly, this is some sort of battle map. And obviously, this would have been, you're guessing again, Coran, some sort of major strategic plan um, in opera, or being put into operation. There are no markers on the map at all, but the detail of the map is quite breathtaking all laid out in a permanent mosaic scale possibly maybe 60 miles north south by maybe about 120 miles east west so you can see there's a large harbour with a large city in it and then dotted around you can see smaller markings for some of the uh, settlements villages you suspect where this is you don't know have we seen any if, maps of if the? If start
3: arguing about it, I'll say, gentlemen, there's no fighting in here. This <laughs> is the war, war room.
1: <laughs> 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 no, um, uh, uh, so, have you seen any maps so far? No, Ugnan. You can give me a. Let's see. You can give me a. You can give me an extremely hard memory roll, please. Uh, so I suggest the way you do this. If you do an open ended role and add your memory bonus or, or something that that would work. Otherwise, if you just do a straight memory roll, you're just not going to succeed. And that seems a bit harsh. No, Ugnan, um, you've seen a number of maps. You're basically, as you know, the group's um, resident librarian and so on. Um, you've been asked to look at so many maps and so many paperwork, mostly by Cran, who you suspect, but you're not convinced, actually can't read. (laughs) He says he can, but he's very reluctant to do so. Um, (laughs) Anyway. um, No, it's impossible to tell. Cran is obviously fascinated by the map, and his battle training has told him that this is clearly some sort of strategic map, and he can see why you take his points, but exactly where it is, the pair of you have got no idea.
0: I mean, the region itself. Does it look? Uh, I mean, is is there frosted over? Is like anything like snowcap? Means is it's that
1: level of detail? No, no, it's not. Um, this looks like some sort of temperate, uh, temperate harbour settlement.
0: Okay. <laughs> Can you do a
2: rubbing? Uh, <laughs> you could do if
1: you want to. I
2: mean, you could.
1: There are ladies presents. Excuse me. <laughs> If you had the wherewithal, and I'm not sounding like a finbar here, you could take a rubbing. Um, but as I'm sure Silk would point out, you're just deficient in that department. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me I've, got, I've got six inches this end. In the paper oh, in the oh, Lord. <laughs> All right.
2: Oh. Well, let's uh, head west then. Does that
3: mean you need to make a contortion?
2: <laughs> i should have said etching etching is a safer word so it's a safe okay word. let
1: me just show you the whole thing rather than spin this out um there's no danger or threat in this room the room itself is clearly some sort of throne room at the far end you can see another one of these uh copper doors the color of the metal is obviously tarnished with time it's now more of a green than that lustrous brown red copper color um both doors are closed what really stands out though is the huge throne that you can see towards the far end which is made of a lustrous green emerald um ignore the black stuff that you can see it's it's green and emerald colored i don't know why i did it in black but i did anyway it's a lustrous green emerald color you can see a number of what look like meeting tables and benches around those meeting tables. The benches and meeting tables are made of a, a white marble. Obviously, you found the strategy map, which is of an unknown uh, location, but temperate. The throne that you can see sits on top of a large black platform. platform is obviously attached to the floor. What do you wish to do? Keep an eye on Silk. Casey's going to try and sit
0: on it.
2: Can I just clarify, this is not a temperate area we're in right now. But the map is... No, it's
1: not. No, it's not.
2: Do you think this place was always here? Tarek Nevik itself? I guess we can't answer that yet.
1: Mm. You don't know enough about it. You don't know anything about the law of the city. You've never heard of the city being able to move around or having been moved, but you've seen stranger things and heard stranger things.
2: Okay. So Crannell stepped through the door, kind of get around the corner, laser eyes adjust to the gloom a bit more, and then look around
1: okay as you get closer and walk closer to the green sort of marble throne at that far end which you can see on that black dais you actually realize that it's actually two separate green marble thrones Sorry, this is back in the other room uh so if i just point that out to you so that's this one here um it's actually two separate m- uh, green marble chairs one has clearly been hit by a very very potent hot fire and has been turned almost into a great big heap of molten green slag the other one however is intact uh, all made out of green marble obviously a huge ginormous vein of green marble moving into the other chamber though you've clearly entered some form of temple or temple area across on the right hand side you can kind of catch sight of what looks like some sort of stained glass rather feeble light is flickering in and casting sort of a a brightly colored image on the floor the image is just a series of sort of brightly colored patterns there doesn't seem to be anything else you can also see what looks like a, a horribly misshapen statue just in front of that window The statue is about eight foot tall some sort of animal and is reaching out with hands to almost grasp a crude brown stone uh, altar. Draped over the altar, you can see still the remains of some sort of silk cloth. Across to your right, you can see curtains, thick red curtains have sealed off a doorway or maybe a window. Across to your left, Ugnan, you can see what looks like a long, low bench. It looks like a musician's platform. At some point, perhaps in its heyday, uh, violinists, harpists, trumpeters, singers would crowd into this bench, stand behind the beautifully ornate woodwork and add their voices, their music to that of the worshippers to whatever god you can see of the hideous statue across in front of you. The place, however, it seems empty and quiet. Though, as Cran and Ugnan step just inside, they get an eerie sense that something is watching and waiting for them to take a wrong move. It's quiet. Too quiet. Listen, Your, can you s- smell something? Cran, give me that. a... <laughs> cran, give me an extremely hard perception roll, first of all, as you sniff the air. Can you smell that?
2: It smells like farts. then, what are you doing?
1: <laughs>
0: a bit scary Probably
1: then. uh the sword um cran, the thumping give me just a normal perception roll. I it's a little bit like your spider senses. Yeah, that has increased very slightly. All right, guys, there's something maybe in there.
0: Have we seen this idol depicted pretty... anywhere?
1: No, you haven't. You haven't seen any other religious uh, icons, any statues anywhere. The statue itself, if you go closer and look at a little bit more closely, is clearly one of the... Dark nareti gods that you've hold of. None of them are particularly wholesome. This one seems to be holding what could be a sickle or some sort of weapon in its right hand, and it seems to be holding a child in its left. Uh, just... sacrifices stuff. It wouldn't surprise you if the nareti the people that used to live here, did conduct human sacrifices.
2: Friends going to look at the statue. Keep it himself like five feet away from it. Not going to get too close, but um. So stare at it and try and get as much information out from it as you can
1: um there's no indication of the name kran the statue itself is humanoid but heavily muscled and from its face and it's it's huge brow it's it, it's human or humanoid but it is very very heavy uh big jowls a big jaw um heavy forehead the ears are slightly smaller there's the hint from its carved face that it's got fangs rather than teeth. The hands that clutch the baby and what you think is some sort of rather peculiar shaped sickle type instrument. The hands are heavily muscled, but not elongated in any way. Four fingers and a thumb.
2: We're trying to walk around, giving a bit of a wide berth to the uh, altar. doesn't want to stand too close to that and kind of look in, okay. in the
1: direction Okay, so as you sort of move around, you can see a number of windows. You can also see a door which has been uh, blasted off its hinges across to you. What you can also see are what look like a series of little wooden cubicles just across top right. Perhaps separate wooden cubicles. There are certainly two small, highly polished wooden doors. Privies, perhaps, but possibly not in a cathedral. Professionals.
3: Mm. I um I can't think of anything to do.
0: Can I go and peek behind the red curtain?
1: You can. <laughs> it's a puppet master.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no! He'll pop the lantern down. You
0: no to attention attention jump backwards. To the behind the curtain.
1: Okay, you can see what looks like a small corridor, and you can see just at the far end that copper door again closed. So there's got to be stairs up here somewhere.
2: Should we try that? Try that copper door, or go just check out the south a bit first. I want to go up and
1: check up around here. If I... Around the window, Jerry. Yeah. What are you? What are you checking exactly? Um,
3: I I suppose I want to look at the imagery of the compare it and uh, of the window and compare it to uh,
1: the statue. Give me a light perception roll first of all, okay. Um, now, can you give me a reasoning roll? Uh oh. Um, <laughs> so I found something, but I don't know what it is. So the the image on the the window is actually more than just uh, mad colours. There are a lot of things depicted on the window, and somehow the stained glass has remained intact, even though you can see damage outside around the building as you look through the evil and dim light which is coming through the window has somehow stayed intact you can certainly see depicted in the window you can see this big ugly heavily muscled bestial human and he seems to be cradling a child you can see again this strange sickle type weapon at his hip but the child doesn't seem to be in any danger However, around the the creature, you can see lots and lots of other humans that seem to be in distress, whether they're appealing for this thing to save them or whether they are in fear of this thing. You can't tell. But the creature bearing this baby seems to ignore them further away, sort of in the top left hand corner in the far distance of this image, you can see what looks like a volcano and the creature seems to be walking away from the volcano, cradling this baby.
2: Well, that's not ominous at all. No.
1: Birth
0: of cadena, maybe.
2: Fucking hell, what
3: are we doing? Okay, um, I'd like to go up and have a closer inspection of the statue itself, like, uh, uh, knowing how uh, tricky people can be in stashing up.
1: I'm (laughs) going
3: to... uh, I'm going to have a careful, uh, without touching it yet, until I find, unless I find something, just a
1: okay. methodical look. Just be okay. very careful, Cherry. You've got a good light source. You know what you're looking for. I think that's going to be a light perception roll. There's no hint of anything uh, concealed or anything of that sort around the statue. The statue looks to be solid, intact, some sort of uh, heavy, dark stone. Uh, perhaps a slightly unusually dense. There's something about the stonework which makes you think, "Gosh, when this was carved, this took some doing." There's no fine detail about the stone. It was carved, but it was carved with difficulty. Awesome. Okay, okay, that, that's me
0: for a little while. Do you know we've got some books okay. on Nuretti? Is there any images in the yes. or just writing?
1: Uh, there were some images. Yes. Give me a memory roll, Ugnan. Anything over about 75 would be good. Oh. Yeah, you know this This statue is familiar. If you could maybe spend a couple of hours just flicking through the books again. I don't know. I think you have probably got them on you. I'm not sure. Um, if you could spend maybe an hour or so flicking through the books, you could find this statue. Or you could find an image. It's, yeah, it's one of the dark neretic gods and the names on the tip of your tongue but you just can't remember it.
0: Okay.
1: So I think probably for Silk and I to do
0: it at some point before bed or something, we'll have a look through, because she got the spell yeah. that couldn't read the actual language. So I can yep. be, I'd probably find the image and then give it to Silk to read, but not
1: for now. Good idea. So you've got the cubicles uh, just in that top corner you can investigate. There's more to the south. There's a corridor, a small corridor to the north.
2: Let's check out just the south, just as. This- See where the whole room goes. Maybe an exit here, and then we'll go to the north. So is that a window there, GM? The where the light's coming through.
1: Yep, that's the window. That's the, window. That's okay, the window. stained glass window, and All it's right. intact.
2: So Crans, go ahead, starting south.
1: Okay. You can see there are two more of these cubicles to the south, but the doors are open. And some of you who've got perhaps a little bit more knowledge of these things, you're probably right. These are clearly some form of confessional cubicle.
2: Hmm. Crad's going to head up towards this alcove here.
0: Uglin wants to have a look in the northern,
1: uh, well, the ones at 11 o'clock cubicles, please. Okay. Uglin, doors are closed. Have a listen. Cool to give me a perception roll. So you listen very carefully at the first of the doors. It's quiet on the other side. Do you want to open
0: it? Look it over for
1: anything horrible looking. Symbols, wires, dodgy floors. There don't seem to be no, there don't seem to be any symbols on the floor or the door. The entire cubicle seems to have been exactly as it was left when the last person went in for their confession. Obviously these cubicles work as pairs. A priest would go some sort of religious figure would go into one and a worshipper with sins to confess would go into the other. Of course, exactly what the Nurettis would be confessing, you can only shudder about, given their black history.
2: I failed to kill 14 children this week. I'm terrible. <laughs> I was <guess from laughs> just <it>. thinking that.
0: <laughs> um, Five Hail Marys. He's, I'm going to just click over a quick look over his shoulder, make sure no one's... Tell him not to do that. And then he'll open the one nearest to him.
1: Okay. Oh, yes, yeah, put the lantern down because he has to jump back. Okay. Both uh, seem to be empty. You can see there's a screen between the two now that you've entered. There are two low chairs, two low stools, but they're empty. No hint that there's they've been used for some time.
0: Phew, I nearly saw my trousers. <laughs> right, fine. The completionist of me is happy. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, you, think,
1: We're uh, next.
2: Let's try to through what's through here. Kind of walk up to there. Is this a little corridor here?
1: Okay. Is that, a window? <clears throat> that leads to the outside. Is it all right? Yep. It's door to the outside. Well, I think we should try that
2: copper door. Or at least check it out. Up to the north. Right. Fine by me, lad. Yeah, Sure.
1: Let's do it, Cran. Who's are you pushing on the copper door?
2: No, I'm just um going to look at it first, uh, just to check it looks alright. Okay. Right.
1: Well, just across to, to your left, there's a set of stairs that lead up if you want to climb higher into this rear part of what you guess must be the main palace. The copper door itself is closed. So the your, copper door is where? Sorry. um Sorry, just to your right, you can see you've got that open area, on John. There. Yeah, it's along there. All right. I won't touch that. Well,
2: what do you reckon, I'll go Upstairs? No time like the present.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to think what the, the builder looked like. It was as the, This is the three story part, right? Might as well. Yeah, so yeah,
2: yeah it's a couple of stories up there. of okay. like, he's he's uh, looking carefully up the stairs to wait for Ogden to bring the torch around and then sort out. He's going gonna... to.
0: Victor, Sherry, happy to go up. up?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Let's do it then. Okay, then. let me. So you should be sort of in the top right-hand corner. Oh, sorry, top bit. This is a slightly smaller map, fortunately. Uh, let me just drag you across. So as you climb up the floor, noticeably changes in texture and colour. It's still stonework, uh, but it's a slightly more detailed stonework. So uh, I think you were leading the way, cran so as you step up, you can see this intricate floor ahead of you. On the left-hand side, though, as you clear that stairwell, John, sorry, as you clear that stairwell, Cran, you can see what is obviously some rather hasty extra brickwork to seal off the left-hand side. Mm. Okay, so that well, brickwork could that be down. broken down fairly fairly quickly with a few swings, should you wish. So keep your hands away from the brickwork. <laughs>
2: um, Trying <laughs> to move up to the edge of the light. Is that is that like a runner there or
1: an enormously gory trail of blood going? So uh, engraved into the floor, you can see what looks like uh, the outline of some sort of curved, coiled. Serpent's body, perhaps.
2: What is that?
0: What is
1: that indeed?
2: Oh, yeah, can bring the old torch up. The light, sorry. I'll see you. That doesn't look good, does okay. it?
0: Why have they pr- what have they bricked
1: something up hastily? What scares in the rain? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm asking
2: now, I
1: don't know. An Amarishi, maybe. <laughs> okay. We that. okay, there's an open, ar- there's an open archway. You can step to the left and or to the right. This is obviously some sort of circular upper level. You can see a stone door across to the right, though.
2: That one, you mean?
1: Yeah. Sorry, a steel door across to the right. That's okay. that's correct.
2: And uh, sorry, can you explain the red red element again? Should
1: yeah, it's a to... mosaic that's been laid into this sort of black and white checker floor, and the mosaic is in the shape of some sort of red serpent's body
2: does it match the red below which was harmless and kind of similar style
1: yes very similar style um and again made out of what could be fragments of glass fragments of gem intact gemstones but then all sealed and engineered such that it's flush with the floor Cra'll ignore it go over there maybe not step on it
2: yeah i'll step over it
1: nothing seems to be moving up on this floor either your sword is still thumping with the same intensities below. Cran, this steel door looks quite stout and is clearly got uh, a difficult, well, an intricate locking mechanism on it.
2: Let's walk through. Do a navigation. Well, walk around the circle anyway.
0: The building from the outside was it circular?
1: The um three-story building. Mm, yeah, you think so? Yeah, could well be. Okay. What do you want to do next?
2: Yeah, let's head right. Let's keep heading round. Should we do a quick circuit and see where what we've got to face and then um, make a decision on doors if there were more than one?
1: Yeah, sounds good. All right. Okay.
2: We'll head a bit further towards
1: the west. So walking sort of further to the west, again, at some point on the right-hand wall, you come come across a massive steel door. This is on the right-hand wall, the outer wall, as it were, as you walk around. that one there? The, yep. The okay. serpent's body continues to curl around, leading you around and around.
2: Do not want to shift the door? Not until we've we'll just check. there's
1: nothing up here. Okay. Fine. Partway round, you come to an open archway on your left. I'll go up, wait for the light, and then just peer around. Okay, looks to be some form. You can see the serpent's head, which is um, pointing or ends at a, a featureless wall. You can see a door across to your left sort of leading to the north. Let me just put some pointers on that so you can see them. So serpent's a... head
2: ending at a featureless wall happens much more in old age, I must admit.
1: speaks a man after my own heart (laughs) so you can see uh, so you follow the path of that serpent this doorway which leads into what could be some sort of antechamber the room holds a single cot and a smashed bureau Um, on the floor there seems to be a large iron skull cap
2: oh that's handy, I've just broken mine (laughs) Um, Cranos say well my guess is well, like if the body of the snake came out here in the air, this is probably quite important. Do you want to have a quick look around in here? Right?
0: Well, I could, but I think Cherry's got better eyes than me.
2: Cherry, love. Yep. Get those young eyes in here. Two old bastards up front. Uh,
1: no, Victor no, sounds... would also like to take a look. Yeah, you can do. What are you sort of looking for as you begin to pile into the room, Cherry? What are you I... looking for?
3: Okay, so well. Yeah, I'll go to the south door and see if there's anything conspicuously undoorish
1: about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> give me uh, give me a perception roll then, uh-huh. Sherry. So I'm just going to ask for a normal perception roll. You've got a good sense of light. No, that door to the south is, is could be locked. You don't know, but it's certainly not trapped. Okay, so um, I'll I'll test it and give it a push. On the handle if it has one. Yeah, it's fine. It opens obviously into oh, let me get this uh opens into another room. Again, dark. I'll sort of
3: peek in and see if I can spot anything.
1: Okay. Um a light shine through from Yeah, there is. You can see that actually part way uh, part way towards the corner of this room, the ceiling has fallen through into I don't know into the floor below could possibly be an area of the temple that you didn't quite spot that there was a hole in the ceiling anyway there are this is perhaps some sort of museum Um, inside the vault or this chamber whatever it is you can see tattered heraldic banners that hang from brass rods on the walls the banners are long since faded, but they look to bear shield, sword, spears, and other martial decorations. There are busts of three very stern-looking women, set against the northwest wall. Um, That's difficult. Are...
3: Anything <laughs> yeah, that displays a
1: woman has bust. Okay. <laughs> <Dominators>. <laughs> um, also hung, hung, or hanging along the walls of the room, there are several shields which var- display sorry, various coats of arms. The shields are possibly not much use to you anymore. They probably wouldn't be worth much in terms of defensive value in a battle. They're more decorative than any than anywhere else, but that's difficult to tell unless you take them off. Um, other than that. You can't really see anything remarkable at all. Although in one corner of the room, there looks to be some sort of great heap of stained um, tarpaulin. And that's just on the other side of where the ceiling has collapsed.
3: I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll see. Uh, It looks like there could be something over in the corner over there, but I don't know. Um, What
0: you got? Something in the corner.
3: Yeah, on the other side. So I point out it's hard to see from like 'cause the light and he, like barely
1: travels to it like.
0: I'll go a bit closer. Okay.
1: About there, I think. Yep, that's where it is. Ugnan stepping inside again, you can see in Cherry certainly advancing a little bit more bravely. In Cherry, you can see uh these shields. Actually some of them might be of use in combat. They're not actually that thin and decorative as you as you thought. Um, the tarpaulin that you can see in the far corner is obviously hiding or resting, concealing or sheltering something that's fairly sizable. Maybe about three or four feet, three feet in height off the floor, but quite bulky and heavy. Maybe chests, maybe just rubble, maybe tools, difficult to tell from here i might check out one or two of the shields see if any of them are usable um i mean one of the shields is obviously probably more useful it's highly polished to an almost mirror finish it's a standard sized shield but it's slightly elongated so it's going to be quite a heavy sort of large cumbersome shield for somebody of yours of general build to operate so it would be a full shield rather than a normal shield Ooh um but it's in very very good condition and clearly has maintained its highly polished finish the surface um seems to be covered with some sort of quite resilient metal so as you reach out and touch it and just have a look at it um the shield is 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 light but the finish is quite unusual
3: um, yeah so uh i'll grab the yeah i'll grab it
1: uh lift okay. it off its holder okay uh well the shield itself um which i'll enter all this on a, on the obsidian portal um is clearly um enchanted in some way it's lighter than you'd expect and that highly polished surface as you sort of move it around catches the light in a very very highly specific manner almost throwing it back in Cran and Ugnan's eyes. Should you wield this shield outside in combat, this could be very, very distracting to your foes. Excellent.
3: Nice. Andy. It's about time I used a shield. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I swear I by them. Them. You swear by them? Okay. Well uh, definitely I'm I I turn to Cran and go, okay, you got to teach me more things. <laughs> combat,
2: combat practice. Yeah, no problem at all. Just
1: like minutes? hold
2: hold that big bit of metal between you and the guy with a big sword? That's, That's that sounds like a grand idea.
0: <laughs> can we check under the tarpaulin?
1: You'd have to cross the floor to get there.
0: Sure. Is it that um shedder in the floor?
1: Yeah, you're going to have to cross that. So that's going to be uh, quite a difficult manoeuvre to jump across that.
3: Oh, okay. All right. right, So, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, Victor would like to check the north door. Okay. Uh, Victor, you can give me a perception roll, please. Sure. I mean, the door is solid. Um, you've got no idea whether it's locked or not unless you try it. Whether it's trapped or not, well, that's not really your field of expertise, but there's nothing obvious. You can't see any obvious connection to ceilings. There's no obvious spears or doors. It looks very much like the door that Cherry just cleared and opened. So if you're feeling brave enough, you can try and open it. Yeah, of course not. I'm, I'm just opening it. Okay. The door is locked. It will not open.
3: Ah, uh, cherry, you, you don't want to see if you can get this door open. I, I give me a sec, I'm just checking out what's
1: underneath this tarp over here as sure. I float across the okay. Underneath the tarpauling, as you lift it aside, you can see what looks like um, a rather decorative um, set of plate armor, delicately etched from helm to, to um, the steel heels of the boots. Clearly, this was a lifetime's work. It's made of some sort of pale blue silver metal with traces of pearl around the edges. But it's not just decorative. It's clearly um, a very, very well-made suit of plate armour.
3: I'm going to... I'm not very strong, so I'll... um actually yeah, i've got a pretty good strength actually i'll i'll bring back uh piece by piece and put it down at uh Ugnan's feet and say oh, that we can either use it or whatever unfortunately it's cursed <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the the ever cheerful victor says yeah it's probably <laughs> cursed yeah your fingers are going to drop off <laughs> that's it so yeah, I'll bring it all back
3: piece by piece, and then uh, say Ugnan if you want to look at that, I'll go up and
1: see what I can do with this. Yeah, have a much closer look. I'm well, I mean, Ognan, give me a perce- back on the ground and. Walk. Okay, Ognan, give me a perception roll, and Cherry, can you give me a perception roll as you approach the door that uh, presumably Victor is interested in? the armour again sh- certainly should you decide to reassemble it and start wearing it in its pieces is clearly enchanted yes it's highly decorative it would catch the eye of anybody who saw you walking by in the armour uh, and it's going to be full plate so armour type 20 but it's clearly enchanted unfortunately it's not lighter than or sorry it's significantly lighter than any sort of plate that you've encountered before picking it up it feels actually no no much more or sorry no much not much heavier than say a chain shirt would wear Mm. what about
0: the back of the breastplate is it uh, any openings for wings or does it look like it's just closed
1: off no, no, it's closed off, so this wasn't Amorishi, and certainly it's not got that general size, but you can see what looks like um perhaps a maker's mark or some sort of emblem that's been etched on the back out of the way of any sort of thrusting swords, lances, and so on, and then finished with mother in pearl with mother of pearl. So the armor itself is intricate, highly valuable, and also. Magical.
0: Size-wise, is it cran size, smaller size?
1: Slightly smaller than cran size. Okay.
0: Bloody, bloody massive
1: then. <laughs> <laughs> like mixture size? Yes, I say. <laughs> okay. Yep. If, right. uh, so if you're if you're under, so cran, I think you're topping the scales at about six foot six or something, aren't you? Yeah, six seven, I think, yeah. 6'7". Yeah, six seven. So if you're around sort of the five foot eight to six foot four, it'll probably fit you. Oh five five eleven. 5'11". Yeah, it'll fit you then.
0: Have a look at this fixture. See what we think. Yeah, I'll take a look at this.
2: The table creaks a bit ominously as Cran like leaves himself off of He was ha- he was having a bit of a breather. Um, and he's just gonna pick up the pot helm on the floor and just look at it, is it? <laughs> Sorry, first off, is it a pot helm or just a pot? And then uh, if it's a pot helm, we'll check and see if it fits his head.
1: Okay, it is a pot helm. You can put it on your head and wear it, which will take you back up to armor type 20 Cran.
2: Perfect. I will do that. And I'll, I'll glare at everyone looking at him in the most ludicrous, like a bowl haircut style pot helm you've ever seen in your life and dare them to say anything mean about it. Right, it's it's not, not a toilet.
1: <laughs> yes, it's not the most elegant thing you've ever you've ever worn, but it is certainly very functional. All
2: right, I will I will put that on.
1: Yeah, it's
3: nice. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that,
2: that was the worst thing you could possibly say. It was just the damning by fate, praise.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, um, Victor, do you want to start putting on this highly? Um, Decorative armor. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll to do that. Okay, so it is indeed uh, plate armor. So that'll take you to an armor type twenty, but it only encumbers as an armor type twelve. So we'll have a play with the character sheet to adjust that. Oh, that's, um, that it be will the also same. it will also give you an extra plus thirty to your defensive bonus. Damn. so it's able to turn and deflect blades extremely well because of the quality of the metal and the alloy that was used um i'll that, put this all on the obsidian portal damn
0: that's even better what
1: i got <laughs> perhaps what's even better is that clearly this is attuned to perhaps water elementals or spirits of the deep um this armor will float in water so it means that while you're wearing this armor, you can't drown. No. Nice. AT-12,
0: so rigid leather.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what wow, it will also tough. do is it will give you protection against any sea creature. And as you put it on, can you give me a channeling resistance roll, please, Victor? Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, channeling resistance uh, yeah that's right
2: that's obviously all going to be positive
1: oh yeah yeah of course oh it is oh okay so as you put the armor on you get this faint sense that you can do something more with the armor but that's it there is more to this armor than just protection you can clearly do something else but until you've attuned to the armor you won't really know how to do that. So I'll type all of the details in of the armour and the shield that Cherry's got on Obsidian Portal. Cherry, you've pretty much cracked what the shield can do. You can share that with the party as and when you want. Uh, Victor, you know, and the party will be able to tell that your armour is really quite quite cool. It protects you, etc. But as for the extra functions, that will be revealed in time. So you found something salvageable. Cran um, is... Well, I won't say he's delighted with his new helmet, but he's got one.
2: Crand <laughs> is polishing his helmet in the corner. That's cool. Well, while well, <laughs>
3: while Victor is um,
1: I don't know how cool that is. Exactly. Victor is
3: donning his armor and and Cran's playing with his potter, um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, continue to have a look at this door and see if I can pop it open. some
1: yeah, can you give me a very hard lockpick roll, please? Almost, but you haven't jammed it. Okay. Have another go.
3: Still a very hard or is it Yeah, still down?
1: very hard. No, still very hard until you've cracked the lock. There you go, done. So with a snick, the lock opens. Do you want to see what's beyond the door? Yes. Let's push it So on the other side, you can see, or beyond the steel door, you can see uh, a dark room, which your lantern then floods into. You can see a dozen large oak bookcases that sadly stand empty, much to Ognan's dismay. There's a wooden chair that sits in one corner, which seems to be supporting a leather sack, which from a distance looks to be empty.
3: I I, I look at Silk and say... Leather sack. This is
2: your department.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Finally, she was here to... <laughs> oh, that was oh. An answer there. Okay, so, that's going to be the quote of the day. Okay. <laughs> There's a leather sack here. Is this your department still? <laughs> um, okay, I... <laughs>
3: Yeah. Still gonna get Check in trouble for from... Yeah, yes. I know. Getting... Terms of service <laughs> ban from st... <laughs> from st... Um no, I'm gonna go over and have a look at this leather uh, sack. Does it like does it
1: appear to be like super aged or quite you know? No, not no not particularly. It's just um, a well used I'm trying to describe this without setting off another set of innuendos here. <laughs> we know well, you... um, <laughs> Good luck with that. Yes. Yeah, sure. That's, That's definitely yeah. silk-stemming. Yeah, you can. You can clearly see the name of the person that this used to belong to. Somebody by the unfortunate name of uh, Scrotum, the wrinkled retainer. <laughs> 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 At least you stayed oh, away oh, from innuendos. Right. <laughs> Dive in with I them. remember old Scrooge. <laughs> how <Hell>, is he? <laughs> well. Is He's he having a, a ball. Uh, <laughs> family retainer. Um, okay. There, there is no marking. I wish I hadn't typed up this description now. There is no <laughs> it marking. It's funny how we got <laughs> shorter <laughs> in the cold, you know. Yes, yes. Okay. The sack. Uh, now, that sounds even worse. <laughs> the the chest that sits on the chair is empty what you can see on the chair uh as you get closer victor and and cherry is there is a single letter that's engraved on the chair sort of almost you know right at the top of the chair as if the chair is sort of owned by somebody and it's a single letter the letter t yeah, exactly who this chair belongs to or that sort of stuff. You've got no idea. Testiculus. Your band.
3: I love okay. how we can be
1: such so... children. Oh, my God. I, I think, you know, talk about embracing your inner child. <laughs> <laughs> Far beyond that. (laughs) So this is obviously some sort of library. Sadly, there's nothing left of the once, uh, you assume, the once magnificent store of tomes, books, scrolls, and so on here. All that's left is this rather forlorn chair with a T carved into it and the empty container. Maybe this sack was used to move books around. It's empty now. Where next.
3: I'm actually feeling quite trepidatious to touch it. Um, Can someone with more... (laughs) I suppose I can. Uh, I don't really have any power perception. Can someone with power perception have a look at this chair and leather sack?
2: Thank fuck there's no fucking books in here. It could have been an absolute disaster.
3: Oh, (laughs) yeah. Who would have been here for days? The bookcases that... So
1: bookcases to the east yeah side. the bookcases all appear empty so victor if you want to victor studies the bookcases if you want to have a look yeah Ch- uh, silk can do a detection spell on the um chair and and, and sack um as far as she can tell it's there's, there's no power coming from it victor give me a perception roll oh, i better make her yep. yeah she doesn't fumble it uh victor give me a perception roll no, as far as you can tell, the bookcases are empty and certainly moving the bookcases around, pulling on them, they're attached solidly to the wall. There are no secret doors here. The library, sadly, is empty, totally empty. Um, guess we have to explore that sack. It's as far as as far as Silk can tell, there's no magic coming off it. So it should be safe if somebody wants to investigate it further. Sure. I to have a look. Nobody else does. Go for it, Ugnan. Okay. Um, Ugnan, just reaching inside, it's empty. Picking it up and shaking it out, it's empty. It's nothing more than an old well used leather sack.
2: (laughs) That you know of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Shriveled and empty. You sure don't want this as a hood, cran. when it's oh, colder to coin <laughs> 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 oh, dear.
2: This, this deserves a bigger audience with comedy magic. comedy gold so, uh,
3: <laughs> I, can, yeah, you, you I can
1: do these all day <laughs> <laughs> those plans that um... I had of running a really atmospheric Cthulhu game those have yeah. long since <laughs> been gone with you lot <laughs> too, too true
2: right um, oh oh wow i'm gonna put something into the i'm gonna call it a bag from no that's even more dodgy i'm gonna call it a uh a container I'm going to put something in the container yeah and then put something quite heavy in like a lump of stone does it okay wait does, does it get heavier
1: no nothing seems to happen if you're trying to i mean cherry or uh, sorry silk already said look there's no power coming off this no the object that you put in still weighs the same it's, you can still reach in and take the object out. The object doesn't get lighter. Nothing seems to happen at all.
2: Okay. To the
1: best of your powers and silk's magic, this is exactly what it seems to be.
2: Okay. GM confounds players with empty leather
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> honestly, genuinely, yes. it is a non-magical, um, <laughs> non-bag-of-holding leather sack. Damn it. Right, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Let's, Let's play it. another game. This is rubbish. We've played this for over terrible. a year, and there's no bag of holding. This is a shit
2: game. <laughs> G- GM throwing bloody empty sacks at us. What's going on?
1: Could, could you call it the
3: container and not a sack,
2: please? Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a leather
1: container. Yeah, that's, that's better. Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. The room is sadly empty. <laughs> Apart from the obvious innuendos. <laughs> They're bottomless. Richard, right? just as sad.
2: Yeah. Snigger. Yeah. Oi, where are you? Put that torch over here.
1: Sorry. Ognan's oh, <laughs> still alive. just look at the sack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. So, the circular path that you're on continues to arch its way around to the west and to the south and you can follow that round and then obviously something breaks up that left and that left sorry that right hand wall as you go round. there's an open archway which leads into a rather odd shaped building chamber contains what looks like an empty weapons rack but another female bust uh, this one made of some sort of heavy wire material. Clearly, this was designed to support the weight of some sort of um, armor, plate, chain. Who knows? So, with the um, with
3: the light that's coming off uh, both Victor and Ugnan. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys notice that my new shield, which I'm like trying to get used to and moving around seems to reflect like super bright, like almost twice the amount of light that comes off. Um, and if you look at it, you sort of like uh, blink your eyes. yeah um, uh, But it also seems like it catches any light source and reflects it and uh, it could almost be a signal beacon if uh, unfortunately enough so um, part of the uh, it, it makes it a lot harder for sneaking up on an opponent unless I find a covering for it I <laughs> didn't think about that,
0: yeah, oops
1: Okay,
2: um, so hang on a minute, everyone just, I'm trying to hear this like heartbeat is it's the sword beating louder? quieter?
1: It's still the same intensity, it's not changed at all as you've sort of explored this upper tower level
2: Maybe there's not a lot up here. It's perfectly safe.
1: Okay. Do you want to pause it where we are? Um, So you've half explored the tower pretty much, as you can see from your map. So we can finish it off next session and obviously do more.
0: Awesome. And as Stuart said, we will leave it there. Thank you very much for watching, listening, subscribing, doing all that usual bollocks. I'll catch you in the next session. We'll go and explore the rest of this temple. Cheers. Bye-bye.